You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. And just a reminder, New episodes of the Boss Experience podcast return September 27th. So I am sharing a bonus episode with you today of previously recorded audio. So in the world of entrepreneurship, the goal should always be to constantly evolve. You don't want to be the same person at the time you start your business five years from now. You want to have evolved, you know, mentally, you want to have evolved financially, and you want to make progress in your business. And so the key to doing that is having a process that allows you to look at where you are, constantly evaluate what you're doing, and always look for ways to improve. And what tends to happen is a lot of people will start a business, but They really don't have a process for really evaluating what they do, really looking at what they do. They're just too busy doing. They don't know whether what they're doing is actually effective. And so what tends to happen is because people don't have a process, they end up being, you know, what you would call stuck in their way of doing things. They're stuck and they're not moving forward. They may not be moving backwards, but they are not moving forward. That means you're not reaching your full profit potential. That means you're not really evolving your business in a direction for long-term sustainability. So in this episode, and this is a bonus episode of pre-recorded audio, I'm going to share one of the most powerful ways for you to get unstuck in your business so that you can be on your way to profitability and success in your business, long-term success. So with that being said, here's the episode. Sometimes the phrase personal development or self-improvement rubs people the wrong way as if they're being criticized for not being perfect or like someone else. Anywhere that there is a comfort zone, there is no growth. By staying in your comfort zone, you never venture out to realize your full potential. So think about what's holding you back. Leveling up requires setting goals, but perhaps the most important steps is finding out what's holding you back personally and professionally. In particular, you can use journaling to find out what beliefs you hold that result in artificial limits about what you can or can't become. To conquer limiting beliefs, write the belief down in your journal. And realize that this is just a belief, not a truth or fact. In your journal entry, list the reasons why this belief is holding you back. Turn this negative belief into a positive by writing affirmations that help you banish the limiting belief out of your mind. Just because you believe you can't do something or aren't good at something doesn't mean it's true. Begin to visualize yourself living outside of that belief and boost your mood by rereading you know, things that inspire you, things that help you to think of yourself, you know, at that next level, you like an affirmation or a client testimonial, 
We are our own worst critics, and it takes the kind words of others for us sometimes to see the truth. Now let's talk about the concept of what it means to write a new story. So now that you've explored some of your current beliefs and hangups, it's time to turn those negatives into positives and write a new story. Think about your limiting beliefs and envision a future where you you aren't bound by any limitations. Take a view of the big picture. How will you be writing about yourself once you've uncovered how to level up your life and really become the next iteration of yourself? You know, how will your life differ and how will these changes you make lead to improved happiness and success? So anytime you're journaling, you want to be setting goals through journaling. And one of the most powerful tools for becoming the next version of your of you is setting goals that help you become your ideal version of yourself. Every morning, take some time to journal your goals for the day and the upcoming days. Doing so helps you define your goals and set concrete elements for leveling up. Also, take some time to look over your goals from the previous day. Did you reach all of your goals? What helped you succeed? And what are some things that held you back? Are there steps you can take today to improve the odds of you reaching all of your goals today? Planning is an essential part of success and journaling is a powerful way to make your planning more concrete and personal. Now let's talk about what's your definition of success. So no matter who you speak with, every one of those people will have a different definition of success. Some might aim for that six-figure business, while others might aim for living off the grid or, you know, maybe retiring early or, you know, just being free of a nine to five for the rest of their lives, right? So those are all great definitions or great goals. Your definition of success will ultimately aid you in making decisions. So knowing this definition and your ultimate goals in life and keeping these thoughts foremost in your journaling, like in the front front of mind during your journaling time will help you recognize opportunities and conversations that can propel you toward that success. So don't get caught up in, you know, the six figures or, you know, these the huge big goal as your barometer for success because when you do that, you kind of diminish, you know, the all of the other achievements you're making as you're making goals to get to that to get to, get to that big goal. And you don't want to dismiss those, you know, smaller achievements because those are big achievements and that's what's going to keep you motivated to keep moving forward. So, you know, yes, set big goals, but make sure you're setting those smaller milestone goals that's going to get you one step closer to that big goal. So now let's talk about what it means to execute change. So we all know what a comfort zone feels like. It's that space where you are content and comfortable, complacent <laughs> with the way things are in that in that moment and in life. Hey, it's Michelle Davis here, host of the Boss Experience Podcast. And I have an important message for coaches, consultants, and freelancers that want to increase revenue in their business with a high ticket service offer. What if I told you there is a way for you to create the framework for your profitable coaching business in a day instead of waiting three months, six months, or even a year, get the mentorship you need, and receive 
step-by-step guidance to create a marketing strategy specifically for your business, you can with CEO Blueprint Academy. CEO Blueprint Academy is a one-day intensive coaching session that is personalized and unique to your business and your skill level. So you can get results at a pace and through an experience that is uniquely designed for you. So if you're ready to get started, visit ceoblueprintsacademy.com and apply today. Now back to the episode. There's nothing wrong with enjoying life in your comfort zone, but rest assured, you won't see any of the changes you've dreamed about in the comfort zone. No increase in clients or income, no release of your signature product or planning, an exclusive mastermind somewhere, right? Those things don't take place in the comfort zone because they require you to take risks and to think outside of the box and to think big. So for any changes to occur, you need to step away from that comfort zone. Think about the next level version of yourself and what that looks like to you. So let's talk about next level habits. Two different strategies to this. So so the first strategy to doing this is for a very short time each day is taking on part of that habit and building up. So I'll, I'll explain it in terms of uh, push-ups. So for instance, doing one push-up, if your goal is 50 push-ups, maybe you want to start off doing one push-up a day in the hopes of working up to 50 push-ups a day. Increase the number each week until you reach your goal. So week one, maybe you're doing you know one push-up a day every day for, for week one. And then week two, you know, maybe you double or you triple that and you until you reach that 50 mark. So that's one way of leveling up your habits. The second strategy to leveling up your habits is to complete the new behavior every day to form a new habit. So when you embody this new version of yourself that you're aiming to achieve, you signal to your mind that you're becoming a new person and that the habits you're focused on are part of your life. Again, one of the things you get to do when you're journaling consistently is you're focusing on how you make decisions and you're conditioning yourself to make you know better decisions than your previous self might have made because you're taking that reflection time and i in you know in the previous module I talked about you know reflecting even on your client conversations, reflecting on how you handle a sales call, you know reflecting on how you you know handle a, a difficult conversation with your client. Every aspect of your life, you should be looking at how, reflecting on it and looking at how can I be a better version of myself? How could I have closed that that deal? What was that client objection? And is there something I can do there to be prepared for when that comes up next time? So all of these things you should be writing down in your journal so that you can remember, reflect, and level up the next time so that you can close the deal or do whatever it is that you're striving to do. So how do you recognize when you're venturing, you know, down the path of making, you know, those suboptimal choices? Or how can you realize when you need to slow down and spend time thinking through factors more carefully? Leveling up involves focusing on your decision-making process, and you'll eventually develop habits more in tune with the next level version of you. So again, this is not a time to feel shameful about your decisions or to wonder what would have happened if. Acknowledge your emotions around making a decision and the process your brain goes through and examine the possible outcomes if you had you know, done something different 
you know, what are some of the outcomes that could have happened? But the end result is learn from the experience and make a decision to make a better decision next time or make better choices. So let's talk about saying yes. What is the new version of you more inclined to say yes to that the previous versions of you would be afraid to take on? And how does this person you want to become face challenging and even potentially frightening issues? Growth often requires going outside of your comfort zone. So saying yes to every opportunity or invitation that comes your way, you know, not only will make make your calendar overcrowded, but it's probably not a smart thing to do. But saying yes to those things that challenge you to get out of your comfort zone and that can help propel you forward should be definite yeses. And if you need even more inspiration about how to say yes, you should check out the TED Talk um, given by Shonda Rhimes. And she has a quote from the, from the TED Talk, which says, a crazy thing happened. The very act of doing the thing that scared me undid the fear. And so every all those things that you're scared of doing and how you're scared of putting yourself out there, once you start doing it and you make a habit of it, you're not going to be afraid of it anymore. You've, you would have conquered that fear. Once you start you know, making the commitment that you will conquer it, that you will put yourself out there. So let's talk about saying no. So similarly, similarly to becoming the, uh, a new version of you requires practicing self-discipline and learning to say no to certain questions. What are some sources of distractions that lead to you becoming less productive in the past? And how can you prepare yourself to say no when faced with temptation? One challenge I deal with all the time is like, you know, when I'm working in my business or, or working on my business, the, you know, the phone rings or something happens and I get on the phone and I'll have a hour phone call. <laughs> well, that doesn't make a very productive day, especially you're in the middle of something and you've set goals that you need to accomplish that day. So you're going to have to say no to some things if you want to be productive. You know, if your struggle is the phone call or, you know, getting on social media or spending too much time on social media is your vice, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to say no to those things. Refusing an opportunity can be difficult, but thriving as a solopreneur or coach or in in business period is most important for you to focus on. Your journal serves as a means of managing your priorities and tracking your successes and temporary setbacks. Remember, too, that saying no is its own sentence. You don't owe anyone an explanation for saying no. You don't owe anyone an apology. This is often a difficult habit to begin with, but you'll feel, you know, a certain sense of freedom once you stop making excuses for saying no. Journaling can be, you know, meditative and it can serve as an invaluable source of motivation and a catalyst for real change. So don't go through the motions. Make journaling a part of your identity and a framework for achieving your dreams. And becoming the next level version of you is truly something magnificent. And complacency can feel very comforting. But, you know, as entrepreneurs, whether you're a coach or freelancing, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, you often find that complacency can lead to like stunted growth. And although journaling is great for being the best version of your current self, it's also an excellent technique for deciding 
who exactly you want to be. And it helps you visualize the next level version of yourself and what it would mean to you. Above all, it's great for developing the skills you need to achieve your goals and enjoy becoming a new and improved person. And although the road can be a bit frustrating at times, the results are well worth the effort. So with that being said, that concludes this episode. Thank you once again for tuning in. And I can't wait for you to tune in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. And just a reminder, new episodes of the Boss Experience Podcast return September 27th. Take care and be well. Business success requires planning, strategy, and a whole lot of confidence. You have to believe success is possible for you. That's why I'm gifting you 30 free affirmations to hang around your house, to display in the office, or even use as journal prompts. You see, infusing your mind with positivity allows you to erase self-doubt, increase your confidence, and ditch the fears that come along with starting a business. So it's time to allow your mind to reflect the business and the future you desire. All you have to do is visit BossLadyAffirmations.com to grab your free affirmations today. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.